Amen. Good Thursday evening to everybody. It's a little fried time together. Prophetic intercession tonight. We thank God for this time together this evening. Holy Spirit, you're here. God, you said where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So, Jesus, we welcome you. Thank you for being here with us. Father, we just ask that you continue to um, be here with us on this night as we receive the teaching that the Holy Spirit would have for us. Um, and even uh, by way of intercession, receiving what the Holy Spirit would have us to pray for. But we don't know what to pray for as we are, but the Spirit makes intercession for us. And we just pray for all those who may be coming on uh, this evening, haven't gotten a chance to uh, get on the line yet. We just pray for them, Lord, that you would make the way for them to be able to join in as it's their heart's desire. Uh, in Jesus' name, we come against all hindrances, all distractions, uh, anything that will try to hinder our time together this evening, we plead the blood of Jesus right now against Satan, and you will not be able to interject until this time um, that we have chosen to sow into our spiritual walks, into our relationship with God. And, Father, we just give you the glory. In Jesus' name we do pray. Thank you, God, and amen. 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 All right, so there's mm-hmm. a question on the floor, yeah. <laughs> All right, so there's a question on the floor. What does that mean to you? Not, you know, what religious acts or what um, particular things do we think are the best way, uh, what... Um, even processes that we've come up with, but what is drawing closer to God? What does that mean to you? Um, And, of course, we can always um, find that out um, scripturally, um, But and even by just asking even the Holy Spirit, what does that mean to you to draw closer to him? Amen. Um, and you said not the religious acts. Stay away from religion. Um, to draw closer to God means to um, make a space for Him. Just to, He wants people to, you know, allow Him to have His way in in our lives, and we just operate in faith and believe and obey his word and believe. So to draw close to him, I believe, means you're in a space where you're believing that fully. Um, you're not letting anything come between um, you and your relationship with him. You're not coming up with excuses of being busy or um, tired or all the different things that may happen throughout a day. You're wanting to draw in. You have a desire, and you're delighting yourself in him. Um, so all that, those actions like that means to draw closer to the Lord. You know, coming away from yourself. Um, your thought processes or how you feel 
things should be. You may find yourself praying. And he said, okay, I don't want to answer wrong by giving. Last time I answered, I gave, like, the stuff we should do, and I don't think you wanted that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And so to you, instead of the um, what it is that I am considering to be my course, the course that I need to take, it pretty much should come from him. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. That's good. Have a good one. Yes. Uh, for me, what it means drawing closer to God is having a deep relationship with Him, where you know, um, where you know, you know what He does for you. For example, like the question you just asked earlier, what would you do if you don't have the things that you normally have? Mm-hmm. In that time, you will be more, because you know God as your provider. He's the one who provides. He's the one who created the heavens and the earth and everything in it. So you already know that and you have that deep knowing and relationship with him that you know that he knows what you need, and he will meet that need for you. It's because you have that deep relationship with him. You have a closer relationship with the Lord that you know mm-hmm. that he has. He, ha- he got you, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's good. That is absolutely good. And so with something like that, um, if we first naturally look at even the word relationship, or if we naturally um, look at even um, just even drawing, I guess, what religiously we would think drawing closer to him, um, like Rita brought up the um, spending time, um, I mean, even with him. Um, funny story, a lady that um, we knew hmm, from church we came from originally, um, <laughs> whenever we would go to her house, she would be um, laying on a couch with her eyes closed. And so her daughter would always say if we came in, um, you know, mama is, um, spending time with the Lord. My thoughts is she was asleep. Um, I can't say whether this or that because we have to answer for ourselves. But she looked like she was asleep to me, you know. <laughs> but funny mm-hmm. story. <laughs> but um, the that's, that's like when um, somebody asks us, um, would you pray for me or you know, would you, you know, just kind of um, lift me up before the Lord? Uh, do we actually do that? Um, 
do we take the time to do that? And when we do, um, it, it becomes a place where every single time we'll see him. Um, he doesn't, he said, I am God and I change not. He doesn't change. So he's not, you know, looking for um, us to um, bring out the fanfare or this time, you know, it might be this going on or that going on. Um, he doesn't change to the degree that if we actually want to be with him, and, and I go back to the question about, or the statement about, think about a natural relationship, and we've talked about this before. When it becomes naturally so in a relationship, we do all we can um, to secure whatever place um, we have or we want to have with that other person. And that's just, you know, what we do. The, the interesting thing about it is we don't, I don't think we do that kind of thing when it comes to God, um, when it comes to a relationship with him. And that is an excellent point, Abigail, that, you know, that relationship should be something that we are definitely building and looking for it always. Um, and just like what Rita said, spending time with him. And, I mean, these things are definitely a part of spending time with him. Um, the, the thing about it is, is I'm, I'm really trying to I'm just kind of bring out the, the difference between what we consider as what we have with God or drawing closer to God and what we really are doing to draw closer to him. Um, not because we're doing something so wrong, but I'm just here to tell you there's always more. Um, it, always, it always gets better. It always has, thank you, Holy Ghost, it always has outcomes or results. Always. Um, he says, yet while you call me, uh, yet while you're speaking, he said, I'll hear you, you know. Um, his, everything that's with him, and this is something, thank you, Holy Ghost, that we have to get our mindset and our hearts involved with is that it always has an outcome. If he's the door, if he's the way, and we're going through this door, we should always expect that there's something that, Actually, it is not us, but him on the other side of that door, which means he, the scripture says that all good and perfect gifts come from above. The mm -hmm. scripture also says that we have heavenly treasure in this earthen vessel. So that's exactly who we are. Um, and the word tells us that if our, you know, our natural father gives you good gifts, how much more your spiritual father or um, the, the father in heaven, you know. Um, the other scripture that comes to mind is um, the, the so greater, um, the, let me help me go. Let's see. Weight of glory. Thank you, Lord. One second. Thank you, Jesus. 
for your word, um, for our affliction, for our life affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. There are always outcomes, always answers, always responses, always, um, and I think we're so used to us making sure that we have an answer to something or us putting forth what we think we should be doing, like, you know, like with our natural things. Um, I use something like car notes. Um, I was just talking with Rita about um, I had told the Lord, and not because I have the answer, because I don't. You know, since I've gone into retirement, my answers have to come from him. Um, he has to, um, not because um, he's bound by it, because I'm religiously considering he's my father, but because of the relationship, the things that I will do with him, the things that I will ask of him, the things that I will seek of him, and not just seek or ask, but look for or look for the responses. There's always, in God, always an answer. And if you don't pretty much believe that is where we get to a place where I did ask the Lord um, or I prayed. We say that um, pretty much a lot. I prayed, you know, but, and, and I've even told my son, I said, uh, you know what, <laughs> you're good at, yeah, saying you prayed, but did you hear? But did you receive? Did you get an answer? He always has an answer. Always. And this is a mindset change that has to happen for us. That, okay, wait a minute. This is not just the normal course. You know, a relationship with God is such one that we first realize that, as the scripture says, that we must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Believing that he is is not just saying, oh, I know there's a God. You know, believing that he is is not just saying, oh, okay, well, yeah, there is a Father in heaven. Or, yeah, you know, I believe that out of our mouth, we're real good at, you know, I said it. Or I hear it, you know. Or I heard the message that said it. Or I heard you or I heard somebody else say it. Or whatever the case may be, but we are not as intense or intensely as we should be with going into that deeper um, to the degree that, okay, I need to go past, even if I know how to build a relationship with somebody naturally, even if I don't know how, I will put whatever it takes to find out how. Is that good? Is that correct? People would think that nobody's on this line but me. Is, is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> well, when it comes to God, we're to first believe that He is. We must realize mm-hmm. that we are dealing with the all-powerful, all-knowing. Perfect, Mm -hmm. wonderful, kind, gentle, magnificent, awesome, glorious, king, deliverer, healer. He is all in all. 
And this is where we have to come past the idea of I'm dealing just with a person, you know. In that kind of place, it takes us to a humility because I am dealing with the King of Kings, because I am dealing with the Lord of Lords, because I'm not just um, what I normally or pretty much do um, as this. And, and I guess we can use simple um, analogies like, you know, you will, if you are faced with, say, you, you, you're going to the, the president's house or to the White House to visit the president, you would treat him slightly different than you would, say, your neighbor next door. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. That is correct. Yeah. So with that, I mean, you have to, your mindset has to change. I mean, you may even do a few things that may be, I don't know, maybe more helpful for you to be uh, more presentable uh, to that person. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now, in that same respect, we're dealing with God himself. We're dealing with Jesus, the King. We're dealing with the Holy Spirit. And I think we downplay holy so much, it's ridiculous. But Holy Spirit. And when we consider, oh, my God, I'm coming to the King of Kings, he's not expecting us to, you know, do all the natural acts to make a better performance or to bring forth something and some better presentation um, for him, but to humble ourselves. If you know, uh, I think about, um, I can't think of who it was that talked about um, the power that is in his little finger. It's still so much greater than all the power on this earth, you know, in this world, in our lives. I mean, just as a whole. There's nothing more powerful. I'm talking about in his little finger. If he wiggles his little finger, you know, and I'm not sure if that was an analogy somebody gave or if that was uh, scriptural, which pretty much you can look that up and see. But the that still an awesome space. Well, we come to him as if we're dealing with Joe next door, you know, we, you know, give him um, just enough to even say, as we think, that I've been with the Lord. You know, he actually deserves more than that. He deserves for us to humble ourselves. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Humble ourselves even greater than we've ever humbled ourselves before. Like, when we're talking with our supervisors at work, there's a level of respect that we give that we don't just do anything. Um, when we deal with our pastors, you know, we there's a level of respect and honor that, you know, we don't just do anything. We don't just say anything. We just don't act any kind of way. We make sure of the presentation or the performance or how we present ourselves to them or even if we're just going to talk with them. 
you know. We still have some aura of or demeanor of honor. Well, I can't quite understand why we don't give that to God uh, when he's even greater than any of, pretty much he made man, so God knows that he's even greater than them. Kings or princes or presidents or any of them, he's greater than all of them. And yet, because he has so, he's the creator of it all, I think we take a whole lot for granted. And mm-hmm. we don't have, we don't decide, oh, you know what? I'm going to God. I need to change my mindset. I'm going to God. I need to, to, to get something Clean my heart, Jesus. I mean, first, because we realize that our heart needs clean. You know, our nature, man's nature is awful. You know, and before you know it, we'll justify our awful state. But we have to understand who we're dealing with. We're dealing with God. And I don't think we have that kind of um, delivery, thank you, Lord. The kind of delivery that it that it means. I'm here to actually submit myself to a wonderful God. I'm here to submit to to have even this relationship with an all-powerful, all-perfect God. I, I really don't think we have it in that that does not mean, of course, we may not have to have it every time we get ready to go to him, but if it's down in our hearts, like the scripture says, the greater one, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Again, that goes back to there's no princes that are greater, there's no kings that are greater, there's no presidents that are greater, there's no authority that's even greater than him. Yet, we do not humble ourselves. If you mm-hmm. knew, if we knew how much that if I just give him, you know, the, mm-hmm. um, just what he, pretty much, we can't even say what he would deserve, but just to humble ourselves because we're coming before a great and mighty God, because we're coming before, I mean, even something as wonderful as the Holy Spirit, something as wonderful as Jesus himself. I mean, really, we, we should have a whole different outlook and therefore have a whole different response to, I mean, if we come before him, he says he gives grace to the humble. And I think we think that's such a awesome scripture, but I think it's that we think it's an awesome scripture just to say. You know, well, he gives grace to the humble. Well, the first part of that scripture says he shuns the proud. And so we would have to give the whole scripture um, to get the fullness of it. But he gives grace is all he is. Here's what he chooses to do, what he chooses to work, what he chooses to perform, what he chooses in his own great ability 
what he gives grace, not because, oh, God, I deserve grace. I don't. I don't. You know, what we do, what we need, what we do deserve to do is humble ourselves. That's what we need to realize that, hold on, I'm now talking about a relationship. I'm talking about spending time with a wonderful, perfect God. I'm talking about spending time with Jesus, even allowing that the parts that we really need to, to be even acknowledging. I need a father right now. Well, I need, you know, um, to, to even know the servanthood well beyond, you know, just even the, the friendship, first the friendship with God. I mean, I'm talking about I need to know even the word and what life is in. The scripture says that Jesus is the word. And so I need to know even that these Places. I need to know even as far as the Holy Spirit and all that he is, not just that he's this or he's just that, but all that he is. Wait a minute. I've got to come before them in a way different way than I've come before um, even the natural things on this earth. They are never going to um, match up or um, even connect with, so to speak, um, when it comes to what we can have or what we will have with God with submitting ourselves to him. We need to realize, and I don't think we have enough of it down in our hearts, enough of who we are actually, who we are actually in relationship with. I don't think we have enough of it in our hearts because we're so used to I've built up relationships naturally, so so that's actually how I do things. We cannot. We cannot. That's fine and dandy. You built up a relationship with this one, that one, the other one. I mean, and even the relationships, let's, let's talk about that for a second. The relationships mm-hmm. are even different. You know, you, your relationship that you build up with your sister is different from a relationship that you build, build up with supposedly um, a man that you were married. The relationship is different with your supervisor than the relationship that maybe you deal with your coworkers. I mean, these things, we are really complex, and it's interesting that we don't take note of the things that we do. But... If we have the audacity to make sure that the relationships are built up differently for each people group or each person that we have in our lives, why are we not doing that with God? Why are we not identifying the person we are dealing and then drawing closer to him on his terms? Drawing closer to him according to his plan. Um, if you respect your, um, say, your supervisor in such a way, that's on their terms, that you are actually respecting them. That pretty much we can say I've learned to do this, but this is naturally so. 
So now if we want to deal with this thing, say, spiritually so, spiritually so is so much greater. Oh, my God. So much greater. And what we need to do is be who we were really meant to be. We are a spirit with a body and a soul. We are not a body with a spirit and a soul, and we're not a soul with a spirit and a body. Mm -hmm. We are a spirit. We are made in his image and in his likeness. We are made. And thank you, Lord, for that. But we have downplayed it so much that we don't really have a clue except for how much that I say this, Lord. I say your words. I say my prayers. I say these things. But can is it really so in depth within us that we realize this is God who with you. And you chose to the one who created it all. You chose to and for anyone who thinks that God actually um, made man um, because he was lonely, please get that out of your thoughts. This he created us for the relationship, for to, to give the love and the mercy and the will and the wisdom and all the things that he gives to us. He created us to give us even of himself, to even be able to build with us. And, and here it is that we are using the guidelines of a natural relationship to even try to walk with the Lord. How do we do that? Why do we do that? Um, I talk about a scripture that I simply love um, because it's, it's humbling. Um, Psalms 86 and 11. Um, Unite my heart. Teach me your way, that I may I may fear your name. I mean, we really need to. We don't have that. That's first. That's when I said it was humbling. That's first. We don't usually have that. I don't fear really your name. And in some ways, we may. I, I won't say that you don't have it at all. But we don't have it at all. We do, in some ways, even humble ourselves too. When we want to, should we want to have this in our everyday, day-to-day walk with him? I fear your name. I fear your name. I walk in your stature. I live this life even from the life of Christ that's in me. You know, I, you know, interact, engage with the Holy Spirit, and he teaches me, and I grow and I learn, not because, oh, I just said it, because that's what happened. And he performs in me as he said he does. I mean, it's, it's just so amazing. It's an amazing difference when we are not going by the guidelines of what we've considered or named it to be. I have a relationship with God. That's a good thing. That's where my question pretty much came from. 
You know, how do we draw close? What does it mean to draw close to the Lord to you? Because if we don't know, then we will have, and this is why I gave the disclaimer, not the religious act, not just what we say out of our mouth and our hearts are far from it, but that all of it, unite my heart. We need to have this down on the inside. We need to know who we are dealing with. We need to know who we are building that relationship with. And it's not your neighbor. It's not your boyfriend. It's not your friend next door. Not your coworker. It's not your pastor. It's not. It's God. And that ought to change the dynamic. That ought to change it all. Mm-hmm. And like, wait a minute. I've been doing it like this. Lord, I need to do it the way you and he's given us in his word. He's given us the the true walk that we need to. We need to have, we need to walk in. He's given us even the resource. He's given us all that it takes, thank you, Holy Ghost, to even reach him. He's given it to us. He's given it to us through our word, through his word. He's given it to us through his grace. He's given it to us through his spirit. He's given it. He's given us what it takes. So we really can never be missing this, but we are bent on the relationship that we, quote, unquote, know how to do. And that's how we figure we'll walk with God. Oh, I know how to build a relationship. I've had many relationships in my life. Yeah, but they were if they were all God, that would be different. But they're not. And so we need to come to the place that all of us, he said, with your whole mind, spirit, whole soul, whole might, all of you, is how you should come to him with your body as a living sacrifice. And if the mindset is not in order, God, I need to get that one in order. Lord, show me how. Even as I walk out what your word says, Lord, that, that I am transformed by the renewing of my life. How do I get my mind That I need, Lord God, for my heart to be changed and even healed in so many ways. And I, if I cannot deal with the heart or I'm not able to get past or to overcome with the heart because you said that if your heart condemns you, you're bigger than your, our heart, then thank you, Lord. Then I need you to give me a new heart. You said you'd do that. And my emotions are, my mind, my emotions and my will is so just out of order. And all pretty much I can do is just what I know to do. If I have my, if my nature is not, you said, leave the corruptible thing and to become, even through him, a partaker of his divine nature. So we have answers in him. And yes, it's all in the word. But it's not just because I read the word. Mm-hmm. It's because I take it. And I place it down in my heart. And I write it on the tablets of my heart. And I eat the whole roll and, 
as we eat it. And no, we don't have to sing perfect. We probably won't because we do have this flesh. Because we do have, thank you, Lord, without an excuse, we still are human. We don't have an excuse, though. That's such an awesome scripture. Um, without excuse. Such an awesome place. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, clearly, clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in God's name, so that we are without excuse. So I don't care how human we are. And as we are, I get it. But what course are you taking? You know, what submission are you submitting to? What yielding are you yielding to? Scripture says whom you yield your members to, that's who you serve. So if it's to evil, that you serve in evil. If it's to natural, you're serving naturally. If it's to God, you're serving him. And we don't always stay in that place. Growth <laughs> comes from him. And I don't grow just because I got another age. Sorry. I don't grow because I got another weight. God added more weight to me. No. Growth comes from what you really have with him. Not what I say I have. What you really have. When you do hear him. When you are walking with him. When you are in faith. When you are receiving from the righteousness that is in Christ. When you are letting the Holy Ghost lead and teach and guide. And yes, not because of Well, I do it sometimes, but we learn. That's growth. We learn to go after it and to have it, have a handle on it because he's the handle all the time. God, I thank you that you are. And and I heard all growing up, even in the church that I grew up in, that he's ahead of my life. And they said so religiously so that I don't know if they knew what God being the head of your life means. It goes back to the original conversation that we talked about. What if we didn't have a natural thing that we have come to the place to depend upon? That we even like like knee jerk actually reflection or reaction, that pretty much instead of going to him, that knee-jerk reaction causes us to go right back to the thing we know how to do. Lord, you are God, and we need to know who we're really building to make this Who we desire, who our Heart longs for who with the change in our mind things become new and fresh. Who in our even conscious of, of reasoning that we just give it to you, Lord, 
decide that, no, I can't keep going like I've been going, saying it, and it's not enough. But to, to, to actually dive into it, knowing that the key up, knowing that that's the real thing. Even if we didn't know it, we know it now. So the things that we are, have been sort of giving into or diving into as much as we think we should, or even diving into our natural life, those are not the things that are real. Not when it comes to God. Him being the creator, if he chooses to destroy it, he said, if I take the life, the breath out of your body, you cease to exist. He creates. He created us, and he created us with everything that it takes for us to have that relationship with him. Why are we so dependent upon everything else? Thank you, Lord, for being our answer. Thank Thank you, Lord, for being the And that is a real answer. Yeah, there you go. You know, there I was praying this morning, you know, a very present help. You know, he wants us to come boldly Mm -hmm. so we can obtain that grace and mercy. I mean, he's a real answer. It's not Mm -hmm. just the religious, like you said, jargon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Lord. So I hope that and my prayers is that, yeah, God, that you will be able to reach us in such a way. And we're not looking for to change man's will, but that men will understand what they are here for, what they are living for, and it all has to do with you. Oh. And we don't even have life without Christ. We are dead in trespasses and sins. We don't even have life without Christ. So this part-time lover or this part-time friendship or this fair-weather friendship that we have been so slightly building up with God, that doesn't make us have life. The life that I now have is what the life that I have in Christ in me. But if I don't know it's there, I'll depend upon everything else and still try to wear the banner of unsafe. We don't get to be epistles read of men. We don't get to be living, living epistles bread of man just because of what we say out of our mouth. It's that there's a people that their mouth, with their mouth, they say this, but their hearts are far from. He wants it all. And we should be glad to give it to him, considering that without him it's evil. The heart, the mind, the nature, <laughs> all of it. The soul is, is without him. It's naughty, it's filthy, it's evil. And this is just the word and what the word tells us. 
And so we should be glad to say, wait a minute, I need to change to come. I don't want to continue like it's been going, like I've been doing. I don't want to hold him to the guidelines that I've constructed, that, yeah, this is just how I need to do it, even in building up a relationship. God, we need you more than we think. We need you and we need to learn that's what we need. That should be something that is more than just a statement. If you really need something, I mean, throughout the day we probably talk to a ton of people and in that course of talking with them we'll, you know, well, when you're doing this, you probably need to do that. Or when that's going on, this is what you need to do. I mean, we're really good at that. But when you think about God, we need him. We're not filled without him. We're not living without him. We don't have what it takes. It's him that does. And we should be glad to um, even be first a servant as unto the Lord. Learn to be. The scripture he gave me, um, and it was so amazing. I mean, see if I can find what I'm looking for. One second. It's uh, Isaiah 1 and 17. And it says, Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless and plead for the widow. We want to know some things. And I mean, on a daily basis or even on a weekly basis, um, I don't know if we can even say this is the things that we do. But I found it to be so interesting. He said, learn to do well. I think that's amazing. I think that's absolutely it. You may not have it. Okay. Learn to do. Um, if I, I see, I'll read. Let's see. He said, wash you, verse 16, wash you. Make you clean. Put away the evil of your doing from before my eyes and seek, cease to do evil. He said, learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Seed for the widow. And he said in verse 18, come, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. They, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as full. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. He said, but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And just, he's given us so much. We've got so many paths that we are so used to constructing on our own and still mm-hmm. wearing the banner of I'm saved. 
You know, where half of it, if you really look at it, it's really not God. It's really mm-hmm. not for him. It's really not about him. It's really not for him. It's really nothing to do with God. It's just all of what we know to do, how we know to do it, you know, just all of the above. The interesting thing is, is he really still just wants so much to be with us to walk with us, to teach us, to love us, even to guide us. He wants so much even to give us. We have not even, we're barely tipping, very tipping, just tipping this thing. At least that much is at least a start. Mm-hmm. It should be Enough I talked about not long ago. If we just start with one thing, Lord, I'm, I'm going to get this your way, not mine. So if I start with one thing, that, 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 that's you casting down imagination and any high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Oh, okay. Let me, then let me start casting down my evil imagination. Because God knows if we ever told the truth, half of the things that we are imagining uh, are definitely evil. Let me start with that. That's just an example. We got 66 books of the Bible and every single word is a lie. We can take any of it, all of it, and start to walk this out his way. Start to build the relationship his way. Start to go after all that, all that he has. And if he has a cattle on a thousand hills, you mean to tell me that you've got enough of everything that you've built up so that you don't need nothing else? You've got it all. You've done it all. You have it all. You don't. You you don't have a clue on what God actually can do for you when you are in the place that he would have you to be. Mind change, heart change. Heal, deliver, set free, walking in the liberty. It's such a peaceful place. Mm-hmm. Such a wonderful place. And, 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 and I'll give you, and this will be my last scripture, Joshua. Chapter 1. Mm-hmm. And verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But, Thou shalt meditate therein day and night. There's something to try. That thou mayest observe to do all that according to all that is written therein. Hmm. He could have stopped there, but he didn't. He said, For then thou shalt make thy way possible. Then thou shalt have success. 
we're looking for so many of these things in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And again, still wearing the banner that says I'm saved. Help us, Lord. Help us. <clears throat> the scripture that comes to my heart as you were reading those um, Psalms three and eight. Salvation belongs unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this in everything that we experience. I mean, He's made a way for us to come to Him and get answers. Yeah, you know, there's no reason to take anything into our own hands. Hmm. 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 My thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Glory to you, God. Thank you, Lord, for being the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. Thank, thank you, Lord, Lord, for being the answer. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for these teachings like this, is a, these are sobering um, in that, you know, everything we do all day, um, none of it means anything until we turn it over and I walk in humility with the Lord. Um, and, you know, again, I believe we know, like most of us know we need God's help, but some things we definitely feel like we have under some level of control, yeah. uh, and we don't. Yeah. And we don't. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you, God, that in this, 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 this prophetic year, this season that we're in, this prophetic season where you're doing more, where you're pouring out your spirit, help us, God, in Jesus' name, help us, Father, uh, to, to stay naked before you, to stay naked before you, to keep our arms open ready to receive, to stay repentant, to stay repentant, to have a repentant heart, Uh, always. Thank you, God. My God, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, to God. Mm. Thank you, Father. Mm. 
Thank you, God. Help us, Lord, when you say, come unto me, even as the word of the Lord went out tonight, come, let us reason together. When you tell us to come, Lord God, let us come. Let us come. Let us go. Let us sit with you. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. What else are you, are you hearing this 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 time right here? Did you say something? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Abide in me, I hear. Abide in me. Let my words abide in you. I'll pull up the scripture. Hallelujah. It's uh, John 15, 4 through 11. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, excuse me, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Abide in me, and my word abide in you. We are nothing. We cannot do this, even as the Apostle Deja mentioned earlier. You know, if there's any parts of us who feels like we have this together with our God, we're wrong. This is his work of salvation. Anyone else hearing? The Lord is ministering through his word tonight. Mm 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Can feel my mouth. Go ahead. I'm kind of far away. And we can feel it up. Mm-hmm. Thank you, yeah. Lord. What is all in the mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. is Amen. 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 A simple yet promising word. Thank you, Amen. God, we thank you. Thank you so much, God, for this time, this evening, Lord God. Uh, even as we have received uh, the word of the Lord tonight that was on your heart. For your people, and we thank you, God, for that. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, God, we ask that you fill this time. There'll be no backlash or retaliation from the enemy for the time that we've spent together this night. And God, we just give you the glory for the word of the Lord that has come into our hearing. And we just pray in Jesus' name that this word will go in and go down and take up roots. And produce fruit, God. Let us be reminded daily that we cannot walk the walk of salvation without you. Salvation belongs to the Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. God, we just give you the glory. We pray for our rest tonight. God, that we have sweet, sound rest. Lord, that you would even triple our hours and, and just Cause yeah. us to be in such a peaceful place with you. We ask your angels yeah. of protection, O oh God, to be encamped around and about our home, our vehicles, our belongings, O oh God, our possessions, Father, in Jesus' yeah. name. And if it be your will, we'll rise up in the morning to do the work of the Lord again. And God, we just give you the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we do pray. Yeah. Thank you, God, and amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You bound to any backlash? Well, I didn't just hear it. I don't know. I don't know. I think so, but I'll say it again just in case. Uh, Any backlash? We bind up any backlash or retaliation from the enemy, and we decree that nothing and no wise shall be able to come and enter into this time together. We will not take away or add to uh, the word of the Lord, uh, as the Bible has, uh, declares or commands us not to do, but we will continue to listen to the Holy Spirit and continue to let him even plant this word down in us. In Jesus' name, yes. we do pray. We thank you, God. Amen. Amen. And so when you get some time, everyone mm-hmm. out there in the sound of our voice, um, 118 and Psalms 119 is what the Lord has been ministering. 
So get some time in. Uh, read into those um, as the Lord ministers to you. Lord, mm. thank you for the will. So we thank God for you all. Mm. Yes. Thank God for you all, and we love you much. And until we meet again, mm. thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank Goodness. you. Thank and you. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh,